Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Manifestations of the Spirit are manifested as the Spirit wills. Now read that 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians real carefully, those first several verses. It said the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all, for the one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, so on, and concludes with tongues, diversities of tongues, interpretation of tongues. And then it said that the Spirit divideth to every man severally as he wills. Now I sure like that when he divides it to me. But you can't divide it, the manifestation to yourself. Are you listening to me now? So you see Jesus then, on this occasion, see he wasn't having a teaching service. See we read earlier about him teaching. But he wasn't having a teaching service because he was instructed by the Spirit of God to do that. Each of us have a key part in doing what Jesus did to bring people into an eternal life with Him. Your part is significant, so listen closely to this message today. Later in the program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio and podcast offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for Doing the Works of Jesus. When do you believe that you receive your healing? Before you have it your healing. Isn't that right? Well, in connection with this, let's stop and analyze some of this because, you see, this has something to do with it. Like I said, there's a manward side and a Godward side to every victory. Hallelujah. To every answer to prayer, there's a manward side and a Godward side. You have to do your part. He does his part. But like one fellow said, this sometimes is sort of like a checkered game. A game of checkers, you see, God wants to move, but he can't move till you make your move first. It's not his move. Your move is to believe that you receive healing. His move is to see that you have healing. That's what I saw when I was on the bed of sickness 40 some odd years ago. 47 years next month. That's what I saw. They're paralyzed. I said, I see it, I see it, I see it, I see it. What I've got to do is start believing that I receive healing from my heart while my heart's still not beating right. I've got to believe I receive healing for the paralysis while I'm still lying here paralyzed and haven't moved a peg. I've got to believe I receive healing for the incurable blood disease. Somebody said, well, I wish I'd get that to work for me. Well, it won't. It won't work for you by, by wishing. It works for you by believing. Just like when we first started here. In October, two years ago, there was a young man the very first month in October came here. Wasn't even a Christian. Wasn't even saved. Now, since then, he has been. But he wasn't even saved. But he came with his mother from Florida, sat right over here to my right. He's 27 years old. He's going to college. He's being educated to be a lawyer. He had a growth on his arm that suddenly flared up, and he went to the doctors, and they ran tests on it and found out it to be the very worst kind of cancer there is, wanted to take his arm off immediately. Well, he said, no, you can't take my arm off. Well, they said, you'll be dead in 30 days. Well, he wasn't satisfied with that diagnosis, so he went down to the MD Anderson Hospital in Houston, Texas, which is a world-renowned cancer clinic, you know. He didn't tell him he'd been anywhere else. They ran the same test, told him the same thing. Wanted to take his arm off immediately and then give him also other treatments, you see, thinking they could keep it from spreading. Maybe they can, maybe they can't. About a 50-50 change, they say. No, he said, I'm not going to take, I'm going to let you take my arm off. Well, they said, you'll be dead in 30 days. So he wasn't satisfied with that. He went to the third cancer clinic here in America. 
Didn't tell him he'd been anywhere else. They ran the same test, said the same thing. If you don't take your arm off, you'll be dead in 30 days. So he came here. Well, he didn't understand because he'd never been in any of these services. He wasn't even a Christian. His mother was charismatic now, but see, he was grown and gone before she got charismatic. So he knows nothing about any of these things. He didn't understand everything that's happening here. But I related, and that's one reason I keep saying it, because every time somebody catches on to it. I related my experience of healing. So sitting right over here, he said, now that sounds free to me. I guess his mind began to be educated as a lawyer, you see. He's analytical, thinking analytically. He said, that sounds sensible to me. That, I, I can understand that. Well, his mother tried to get him to come up, but we laid hands on other folks. No, no, he said, I've accepted it. And so because I've accepted it and believed it, I'm healed now. Thank you, amen. And he's not even saved, not even a Christian boy. So he went his way, went right back to the same clinic. They couldn't find a trace of it. It all disappeared. It all disappeared. They wanted him to come back after several months. You know, they want to keep a record of it, you know. Finally, in May, his mother was back here with us again, then May of the, this past May, a year ago in services. Just before she came, he had called. And he had been back, you see, October to May. He should have been dead, you see, six months, seven months before. And so he went back again to one of the clinics. They ran all the tests. They said to him, no, he's come back anymore. As far as we're concerned, we, we don't understand it. But as far as we're concerned, you're cured. So he called his mother to rejoice about it. Well, she said, son, don't forget. Don't forget that Jesus is a healer. And that's the first time she heard him. He said, yeah, Jesus is my Savior too. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Well, praise God. His mother was here just recently with us. See, just recently, a year later then, she was here again in services. He's still healed. Glory to God. Hallelujah to Jesus. Well, I see it didn't work for him by him wishing that it happened. He said, no, no, that'll work for me just like it did Brother Hagin. You see, after all, Jesus said, whosoever there, and I'm, I'm, I'm one of those whosoever's. <laughs> Amen. Uh, and so he believed it. See, when you pray, believe you'll receive your healing and you'll have your healing. Believe you'll receive your healing and you'll have your healing. Hallelujah. Well, you, you have a lot to do with it. Now, in this case, however, this man, because he's got his eyes on the pool there and the, the troubling of the waters, he said, I have no one to put me in the water. Somebody gets in ahead of me. Jesus saith unto him. Now, I want you to know that Jesus did not pray for him. Jesus did not touch him. There's no transfer of power. Sometimes Jesus touched people and a new power went out of him. There's no transfer of power here by the touch. He just said, rise, take up your bed and walk. The man that made a hole got up, took up his bed. And, you know, the Jews accosted him, you know, because he wasn't supposed to do anything on the Sabbath, you know. And uh, so uh, he said, well, the man that healed me, <laughs> you know, he told me to take up my bed. Well, I said, who was that fellow? See, they don't care at all about the fellow getting healed. They just want to get to the fellow that's breaking the Sabbath. You see, and they sought to kill him, as you go on reading here, because he broke the Sabbath. Yeah, you, you, you violate some people's religious laws, and they're, they're ready to get you. But God's ready to love you. Amen. And so, he said, well, I, I don't know who he was. I, I wish not. In other words, I, I don't know. I really don't know who, who it was that healed me. Because, see, the Scripture said, 
that Jesus conveyed himself away, a multitude being in that place. See, he didn't stop and have a healing service there. In other words, he walked off and left all five porches there full of people that were sick. Now, why didn't he minister to them? You see, we learn something about manifestations of the Spirit. Manifestations of the Spirit are manifested as the Spirit wills. Now read that 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians real carefully, those first several verses. It says, The manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all, for the one is given by the Spirit, the word of wisdom, so on, and concludes with tongues, diversities of tongues, interpretation of tongues. And then it said, That the Spirit divideth to every man severally as he wills. Now I sure like that when he divides it to me. But you can't divide it, the manifestation to yourself. Are you listening to me now? So you see, Jesus then, on this occasion, see, he wasn't having a teaching service. See, we read earlier about him teaching. But he wasn't having a teaching service because he was instructed by the Spirit of God to do that. Then he could do it. You see? Now, I've been in services. I know, I know when... Uh, as a pastor, once in a while you would have a manifestation of some of these things. Uh, the Lord would tell me, uh, you know, this certain person, sometimes he'd point it out to me and tell me what's wrong with him. And I'd tell that person, you know, uh, you stand up and now this is what's wrong with you. And the Lord told me to tell you to come here. And sometimes he'd say, you come and lay hands on him. Sometimes he'd just say, speak to him. And they'd be healed. And you'd find out later on they weren't even a Christian. But somebody said, how come that? He didn't tell me about anybody else in the whole crowd. Well, I'm not running the thing, you know. I mean, Jesus is the head of the church, not me and not you. See, wouldn't you, be in, wouldn't you be in trouble? See, your head runs your body, you see. And you want to go home when the service over and your head tells your feet and your leg, now get up and stand up and carry me out of this building. And your feet said, no, no, uh-uh. Now, what does he want to do that for? I'm not going to do it. Well, you're going to get division in the body and before you know it, you're going to get in trouble. Jesus is the head. Well, now, now just, uh, ju just let him do it his way. So those kind of manifestations work like that. See, you got an example of it here. They work like that. Just turn and look there again to fourth chapter, Luke, about Jesus ministering in his own hometown. And, and he said uh, that to, to these people there, I know what you'll say to me. 23rd verse, you'll surely say unto me, this proverb, physician, heal thyself. Whatsoever we've heard done in Capernaum, do also here in thy country. Now notice, he said, verily I said, you're no prophet except in his own country. Then he talks about two prophets that they were well versed with, because see, this is in the synagogue, and these were Jews. He talks about Elijah and Elisha. He talks about Elijah being sent, you know, in the days of Elijah the prophet, there were many widows in Israel. Many widows. But Elijah was sent unto none, save to this city of Sarepta in Sidon. And there you remember a miracle, the, the, the gift of working a miracle was manifested through him. And the meal barrel just kept giving meal. And the oil crews just kept pouring out oil. Remember that? 
Now, what does that, what does Jesus tell us? He's telling us that though Elijah is a prophet, though he's anointed by the Spirit of God, though he could work a miracle, the working of miracles was manifested to him in that home, he just couldn't go into any widow's house and do that. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, the Doing the Works of Jesus package. This offer is stuffed full of tools that will guide you in ministering to others as Jesus does. You'll receive seven separate mini-books, Unforgiveness, Ministering to the Brokenhearted, and Showdown with the Devil, all by Kenneth W. Hagan, and How to Walk in Love, Plead Your Case, God's Medicine, and the Bible Way to Receive the Holy Spirit, all by Kenneth E. Hagan. And you'll receive the four CD series you're listening to now. Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 1, in its entirety. This is a great offer. To order now, please call us at 1-888-FAITH-99 or 1-888-324-8499. That's 1-888-324-8499 to order the Doing the Works of Jesus package right now. You may also visit rhema.org to order, if that's easier for you. Thank you for your support. If you'd like to contact us at Rama for Today Radio, please do so in one of the following ways. Write to us at Rama for Today Radio, P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Or send us an email to partnerservices at rhema.org. That's partnerservices at r-h-e-m-a dot o-r-g. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. We have the radio broadcast that you can listen to. Yes. You can watch Rhema, other Rhema praises on there. That's right. All of it can be accessed through Rhema.org. Hey, if you happen to have one of those Roku's, and I know they're getting really more popular, mm-hmm. I hear people talking about it. We have a channel on there. That's right. And you can watch the services and events yes. and so forth and so on. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan continues his series on doing the works of Jesus. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. We'll connect with you then.